Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So I didn't know what was the top story today. Is the top story this attack from the Russians? 50 people killed at a train station in eastern Ukraine. Thousands of people waiting for the train. Five children as well. The Kramatorsk station. A missile hitting. 98 other people were wounded, including 16 children. Was that the top story? Or would the top story be all the people who tell me that that story in and of itself is propaganda? Which which one would it be? The story or the people who tell me the story isn't real? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY. I would love to hear from you. 833-468-8669. I, I, don't, I don't have like, a, like an open lines kind of show thing i know i know people do that i'm just i'm just not one of i'm not one of those people but i do want to hear from you is the story the guys who tried to infiltrate the secret service which is the most insane story out there this is through jill biden's secret service detail a member of the service compromised by two fake agents who provided the member uh, lavish gifts, including a $2,000, what they describe as assault rifle. I don't know. It could have been an Instapot. They can describe anything as an assault rifle, these people. However, the bribes are a problem. Arian Taherzadeh and Haider Ali taken into custody. Not only were people given rifles, they were given rent-free luxury apartments, high-end electronics, and policing equipment. When the Secret Service can be bribed, things are bad. That story, in any other time and in any other place, would be a front news story. It would be the biggest story out there. I don't know if it is. I have no idea if it's the biggest story out there. Maybe it's because of this. Maybe it's because of this right here. You, you do realize, Pete, uh, a lot of black people feel like Democrats have kept no promises since they've been in, since they've been in office. Really? Yes. We, Reverend Allen said that a million times. I'm sure he'll be I mean, pressing you about okay. that tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, look, I get it. That's the top story. That is Charlemagne the God, who I don't agree with about a holy damn thing. Radio host. He's got Pete Buttigieg in studio, the Secretary of Transportation. And hear it again. You, you do realize, Pete. Uh... I wish I could play it again, but it's not playing. You, you do realize, What'd Pete. What'd you do, producer, Ari? Black people feel as Democrats kept no promise since they've been in office. And Pete Buttigieg says, really? I got to break this down in only the ways I can break this down. First, 
I would like to know from Charlemagne what black people he is referring to. You see, the, 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 the conversation is one, of course, that is made immediately racial. And I have absolutely no fears of anybody screaming anything racial at me. I don't actually give a damn. I talk honestly, completely, and clearly. And the people who want to scream, you can't say that, are the people who are garbage. Why would I pay attention to them? Oh, you don't know how to talk about that. Of course I do. I think the thing you can't say is that all black people think alike, or all gay people think alike, or all Jewish people think alike, or all white people think alike. Trust me when I say that's not true, because I'm looking at producer Ari, and he's white. And uh, Wait, do I have that right, Ari? Are, are you white? I don't see color, Tony. Do, 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 you, do you identify in any certain way? I identify as an octopus. I don't even know if people can hear you, because I can barely hear you. The moral of the story is we think differently. We think much, much, much differently. Because the idea that because you belong to a certain group, you think alike is just is just nonsense. You, you do realize, Pete, uh, a lot of black people feel like Democrats have kept no promises since they've been in since they've been in office. Really? A lot of white people feel that way too. What the hell, man? But a society that only wants to see it through a specific lens of convenience at the moment. Well, that's the problem. That's the problem. This is more telling than anything else out there. Now, we should be clear, there are differences in the conversations. There is a difference between people advocating in their lives for specific groups than there is proclaiming that government must do for specific groups. So, if I do a fundraiser for my synagogue, which I have been, uh, you know, I'm more than willing to do. If, if, if I support uh, a cause of, of sending Jewish kids to, to a... a uh, Jewish uh, uh, summer camp or, or to Israel. Okay, I can do that with my dollars, with my time, um, you know, uh, all of that. That is different than whether the government were to advocate to that. So if Charlemagne wants to do things that he believes benefits black Americans, Fine by me. When it, was it LeBron James who was going to start a production studio, producer Ari? I'm actually in studio. I'm so rarely here. I can see Ari. He's like feet away from me. I could throw things at him at any time. He could. If, 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 if he was going to start a production studio and he was going to focus on stories that involved black leads or, or black directors. Yeah, I think he did. Right? And then Jordan Peele, he does movies with black actors because he's seen it with the white actors. And now I want... No problem with, zero problem. Not a problem. The difference there is that they are doing with their dollars and their talent and their skill set what they want to do. I take my dollars and my skill set and my talent and I talk about the things that I want to talk about. Not things that government tells me to talk about. So if you say to me what uh, Charlemagne the God, this radio host, said to Pete Buttigieg. You, you do realize, Pete, um, a lot of black people feel like Democrats have kept no promises 
since they've been in since they've been in office. Really? Maybe the argument should be, hey Charlemagne, why the hell do you keep voting for these people? Why do you keep falling for these false promises? Why do you keep looking to government to promise something to you? Doesn't it stand to reason that your entire question proves an entirety of of a false theory? Don't you get that you're being played? Charlemagne, maybe I got to ask it differently. Do you understand what kind of a schmuck you sound like right here? And I, I may not like you, man. I may not agree with your politics, but I don't actually think you're a schmuck. You get some high-profile guests. You got a pretty big audience. You got some reach and an opportunity. You haven't figured this out? You think Pete Buttigieg is going to keep a promise to you? Why in the world are you having such faith in government? What's wrong with you? These people can't do for you. Because they're too busy making a promise to everybody, on everything, everywhere, all the freaking time, man. They will lie to you gladly and proudly and with a smile. And then they will go home and flip you off. It's like Wolf of Wall Street. When you got Leonardo DiCaprio teaching the gang how to utilize the script the harpoon, which has got to be one of the great lines. Your harpoon. And these people are your Moby Blanken dick. What's Moby Dick? It's a book. You read a schmuck. It's all so good. And while he's trying to reel in another client, he don't care about that client. He's saying all the nice words. He's doing all the nice things. You don't know me. I don't know you. Let me tell you who I am. I'm not going to be one of the top producers of my firm. If I do you wrong, what I ask, you don't judge me on my winners. I ask you judge me on my losers because I have so few. And all the while, he's giving the, the phone the finger. All the while, he's playing out how he's going to screw this guy with his pants on and take his money. Charlemagne. That's Pete Buttigieg. That's Joe Biden. That's Kamala Harris. That's Patrice Cullors. You haven't figured this one out? I don't, I, don't, I don't believe you. I don't believe that you haven't figured this one out yet. No way. Thus, it was the top story for me today. Because if you think that government's going to do something for you because of the color of your skin... You are out of your head ignorant, and it's time to stop. And if you think government's going to do something for you because of your religion, you're dumb. Stop. Government is not the solution to the problem. Government is the problem. And you, you know what? That, that, that was Reagan, right? Government's not the solution to the problem. Government is the problem. No, 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 no. You're the problem for continuing to look at government. They continue to lie and lie and lie and lie. You're looking at Pete Buttigieg, and you know what Pete Buttigieg is saying? You're looking at him like the boyfriend who abuses you, and he says, no, baby, I'm going to change this time. I should be clear, it's not just Charlemagne. This happens all over the place. This happens all over the 
place. Government should be engaged in policies that provide Americans the opportunity to live their best, freest life without interference. It should provide no special compensations. It should ensure that if a roadblock exists in any legal way, it is eradicated because everyone has equal opportunity in terms of the starting line, but we don't guarantee outcomes. And anybody who asks for an equal opportunity of outcome, that's the enemy, and we should say so, and we should curse the ground they walk on. That's how you have a free society, man. It's the only way it's going to work. It's the only way it can work. And you're going to keep looking at government? Hey, one more thing here. Hey, do something else here. And then you're going to continue to be uh, upset and amazed and distraught that they, they, they don't follow through. They don't know how to follow through. And you, one of the reasons why is even if they did X, Y, and Z, right behind that you have A, B, C, and D. It just keeps going and keeps spinning and keeps moving. There's never enough. There's never a moment when they're done. There is a museum in Indianapolis called Newfields that I used to be a member of, but they decided to go woke and I decided to walk. And it's a shame. I I I I I am an art fanatic. I I love Newfields, the hoppers at Newfields, uh, the stained glass at Newfields. Uh, terrific. Some of the exhibits they had, they had one on street graffiti that was that was really well done. Loved it. But they've decided to go absolutely woke and they're going to spend so much money on artists of color. I didn't ask them who they spent the money on before. Just buy good art. Just because it's from somebody who's black or Asian or Hispanic doesn't mean that it's good. Buy good art, buy art that has a purpose, buy art that shares a story, buy art that challenges, or at least put it on exhibition. But no, they're going to specifically spend the money on, on, on artists uh, of color. Not the concept of what would work, but the concept of the color of skin. And then the, 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 the head of the, what we call it, the board of directors, I guess you would, uh, she uh, uh, said, you know, we're continuing the work of DEIA. And I'm like, A, once again, there's another letter on the thing. Diversity, equity, inclusion, and access. And I was like, oh. And she followed up by saying that the work of DEIA is never done. And at that moment, I knew that giving up my membership to New Fields was the correct thing to do. I knew, just like I know, people want government to provide for them from cradle to grave. It never ends when you're on the grift. There's always something else. There's always one more thing that you can do. There's always one more thing that has to be done. There's always one more way that you're being aggrieved, one more way you're being attacked, one more way you're being violated. Like these people look at government. And say there's one more thing you have to do for us. One more thing you have to provide for us. One more thing you have to care for for us. One more thing you have to tax that person for. And it never ends. And it never, ever, ever ends. No one's ever satisfied that way. No good thing gets accomplished that way. Nothing gets solved that way. And you can't run a country that way. It's time to grow up. 
Stop looking to government to solve your problem. They can't. Government can get out of the way. And yes, government can ensure that you don't have roadblocks for specific people based on any characteristic. I agree with this. I'm willing to work with you on this. I stand shoulder to shoulder on this. Black people feel Democrats kept no promises since they've been in office? Yeah. But why should there be specific promises to specific groups of people? To believe that is bigotry. I'm Tony Katz. I'm going to play for you some Vice President Kamala Harris, and I want you to decipher it for me. I'm begging you. Begging you. Tell me what this is. Now, I will admit, uh, Producer Ari, she's wearing a mask, so you're going to have to fiddle with the volume just a bit. Just a scotch, just a bit. But um, she, the, I guess the question was about the confirmation of Katanji Brown-Jackson, which I will get into. 5347 was the vote. She will be a Supreme Court justice when Stephen Breyer retires. And while she's asked about it, I'm going to play it for you. Turn up your, 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 your volume just a little bit here. Um, you know, there's so much about what's happening in the world now that is presenting some of the worst of this moment and human behavior. Sorry, I got nothing. We go now to Dr. Ari, linguist uh, for, for Tony Katz today. Dr. Ari, do you need to hear that again? I, I feel like there should be more to the sentence. Like, ah. it just ends there? Well, that's, how, that's where this clip ends. There could be more to the sentence. But let me at least share with you this. Um, you know, there's so much about what's happening in the world now that is presenting some of the worst of this moment and human behavior. Producer Ari. Dr. Dr. Ari, linguist for Tony Katz today, what is she saying? Um, can I get like five minutes to think about it? Uh, no. I don't know. She's saying there are bad people out there? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You see, that's how you answer the question. Keep it right here. This is Tony Katz today. That's why it was so important to me to meet the constitutional requirement to seek the advice and the consent of the Senate. The advice beforehand and the consent. Judge Jackson started the nominating process with an, an impressive range of support from the FOP to the civil rights leaders. Even Republican-appointed judges came forward. In fact, Judge Jackson was introduced to the hearing by Judge Thomas Griffin, the distinguished retired judge appointed by George W. Bush. So it goes on. This is the confirmation. Levels of support of the American... Of Katanji Brown-Jackson. Well, I should say she's confirmed, right? It's done. 53-47, and it was 
It was Joe Biden who was thanking Lisa, uh, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska and Susan Collins of Maine and Mitt Romney of Utah. Oh, overjoyed. Overjoyed. He stood up like his dad did, did Mitt Romney. I mean, that's just, that's just absolutely precious. I've got some cool, great audio uh, from that. But this, I mean, if you want what is the, what is perfectly um, Joe Biden, it's, it's this. Thank you, Kamala. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The first really smart decision I made in this administration. <laughs> He's My talking about Joe Kamala Biden. Harris. Sit down. I'm He's not talking about Katanji Brown Jackson. He's talking about Kamala Harris. That was the smart decision. And then he does this again. My name's Joe Biden. Please sit down. I'm Jill's husband. Always with that joke. He tells that. It's like when he tells the joke of anybody's in the mezzanine, right, or on a balcony. Don't jump. Don't jump. He always says. I don't think he knows uh, that uh, that he said they said it before. Uh, who's not gonna laugh? Me, me. I gotta. I'm not gonna laugh at the president's joke. I got a pretty damn high bar. It's just, uh, it's all so strained. You know, I'll share it now. This, this was this was the moment yesterday when uh, Kamala Harris uh, read the uh, read read the count. Are 53, the nays are 47, and this nomination is confirmed. The Democrats are hooping and they're hollering and they're excited. Hey, they got the candidate, they got their nominee, and the Republicans are filing out. There goes Senator Mike Lee and a couple other. Uh, Senators, oh, there's Ted Cruz. He's going to button his jacket right there, and he's going to walk out. And who is by themselves, all by their lonesome, applauding away? Mitt Romney. He looks so sad, so sad. Just, I thought I was going to make a friend today, but I did not. And inside his head, He's saying King President, King President, King President, King President. It's good lord. This was a mistake. The argument about saying yes. The argument about saying yes to a, a candidate is one that I believe in. I believe that you answer yes. I believe that unless there is something egregious, that disagreement is not a way not to answer. You answer yes. But when someone doesn't believe in natural rights, when someone cannot answer what a woman is, when someone cannot prove and share and, and, and get one to believe that they are indeed a textualist, the answer is no, because the nation requires that you say no. Robert Bork was a better judge. Well, let them be fighting words. Meanwhile, 
We've got other issues at play. They're coming up. Keep it right here. This is Tony Katz today.